Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Tanning your hide doesn't have to be a warning. It can be a value add to your livestock operation. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Danielle Dockery of Driftless Tannery in Argyle, Wisconsin, does it by hand primarily for sheep farmers. She says the hide can double your animal's value. She walks us through the art form of tanning a hide by hand, but first tells me more about her business. So we went into business specifically to make sure we're using the whole animal and doing it as naturally as we possibly can. Um, The three of us who started the business all raised our own animals, sending them off to have the hides processed after raising them naturally and getting them back with a harsh chemical smell that you can't get rid of for six months was something we wanted to eliminate in our lives. So we went into this business to help the farmers who are raising animals for either themselves or for for others, allowing them to potentially double the income per head. So an example I give is a, a sheep farmer with smaller sheep can sell the entire carcass for 300 bucks. They have it tanned naturally with us. They're going to sell that hide for 350 So even after paying us for our services, they're still going to add a few hundred dollars extra of income per head. So we, we, 99% of our business is for the farmers. The rest of the business, the rest of the business we're doing right now is rescuing unwanted hides from the waste stream from the local butcher shops. So people who just don't have any interest in getting the hide back, they bring their animals in, they just want the meat, the butcher shops that we've built relationships with, they'll give us a call, we pick them up. That allows us then to sell them to the direct consumer market and it helps us diversify our income streams because the margins are really thin on what we do for the farmers because we're trying to keep it affordable. And we still aren't as cheap as the chemical tanners because they're using machines. We do everything by hand. So obviously our prices are gonna reflect that a little bit, but they're still what we believe is affordable. Otherwise we have also taken on consignment business for farmers who don't have an outlet because we really want to help them succeed. So if they are a, you know, a small to mid-sized family operation and they don't want to focus on marketing, we will tan the hides, they pay us for our services, but then we sell them to our market, which we've developed just through social media, and then we send them a check. I want to go back to what you said about the price value added per head. Okay. Why? Why does it add so much value? Why can it double, basically, the value you get from your animal? Well, first of all, it's tanned naturally. So typically in that organic, natural world, people understand it's not done with chemicals and machines. It's done by hand with natural ingredients, and it takes a lot more work. But it's truly the value of the time put in, the farmer raising the animal, and all of the benefits of using it. There's so many benefits to sheepskin. That's what we're focusing on right now, is trying to educate people in this country on what the value of a sheepskin is. Where else in the world they value the sheepskin because they understand the medicinal purposes to it and all of the different things it can bring to your family. For example, sheep naturally produce lanolin, right? And we buy lanolin in our body lotions. So these rugs make wonderful baby rugs because they're covered in lanolin without chemicals. Who wouldn't want to put their baby on that? It's like the safest place to put it. People who are bedridden, stuck in chairs, stuck in beds, prevents bed sores. 
regulates body temperature. People who like to travel, camp, sleep outdoors. It's going to keep you hot in the winter and cool in the summer. There's just so many benefits people don't think of. They think of them only as ornamental, but they're actually medicinal in many ways. So the value is truly in the source of the animal, how it was raised, how it was killed humanely, how it was tanned without chemicals, and all by hand. So there's, you know, people who want that in their life, they recognize that as value. It sounds like a labor-intensive work. Walk me through what it takes to tan a hide. Okay. <laughs> so the farmers are the ones that have to salt cure the hides after they come off the animals. So they send them into us already salt cured. We then rehydrate them in a hot water bath to start removing the lanolin and to start rehydrating the hide from its cured state. We spend four to five hours washing every hide by hand in hot sinks, power washing, brushing on tables. It is a four to five hour solid process of hot water and intensive brushing. So it's very labor intensive on the brushing. Then it goes into a pickle, which essentially stops any bacteria from growing. And it's, a, it's an acidic environment that plumps up the membrane on the back side of the hide. So then we have to put them on beams and man, manually flesh off the membrane. Then they go back in the pickle, then we put them into our tan, which is tanned currently with a mineral, the salt uh, alum. Then it goes into a mineral bath. We change the pH over the course of 24 hours with sodium bicarbonate. Then we rinse out the tannins, we dry off the hide, and we oil the back with an emulsified fish oil, all by hand. And then we hang them in our drying rooms. It goes from the drying room into the finishing area where I break them with a hand tool to make them soft and supple. Then I buff them on a buffing table, trim the edges, brush out the fiber. What sets us apart from other tanneries is our goal is to keep the integrity of the lock. The farmers who raise these breeds raise them because they like that specific fiber curl. So our goal is to give it back to the farmer as it was growing on the animal instead of through a machine where it brushes it out and then irons it to where it looks like every single other hide. So our goal is to produce a hide that looks like the animal would have when it was alive and clean. So start to finish, it's a two-week process through the washing period, pickling, shaving, tanning, breaking, buffing, trimming, brushing. It's, it's a two-week period. So it's a lot of work into one hide. And we do them in batches of 10, 20, and 30, depending on how difficult the level is on that breed. So right now we're at about 80 a month we're producing and we're trying to bump it up to 120. We just hired some more people so we can get up to 120 a month. Is your workforce primarily other farmers? Is it young kids? Primarily fiber enthusiasts is what we have found that are interested in learning the craft. We do have some other local people in Argyle that, you know, seen us move into town and wanted to learn about it. But in general, it's people who raise sheep people who like to spin, people who know, who butcher. We have a butcher working for us. We've got a spinner. We've got a shepherdess. You know, we've got people that are really into the agricultural side of it. Oh, that's incredible. And it blows my mind just how much work goes into it. Tell me, uh, where do people use these? We often find most people are using them on their furniture. They're using them on their chairs, on the rocking chairs. They're using them on their couches. They're putting them on the floor. They are rugs, so essentially they're rugs. A lot of people I know travel with them because they roll up nicely as a bedroll for camping. So essentially they're used in their home, potentially in their living rooms or bedrooms, 
or on any chair. I have, there is not a chair in my house that does not have a, a sheepskin on it. So, you know, we cut some of them up and put them on small things, sew some together, make big rugs out of them. And now we have a seamstress turning them into pillows so people can use them in, on, you know, pillows as well. Is it primarily sheep that you do or are you doing other animals as well? Sheep is 90% of our business. Goats are mixed in there. We also are doing deer and, and rabbits. Okay. We tried alpacas. We haven't really gotten the formula down yet for alpacas. What about cattle? No cattle. Okay. Those guys are so heavy. <laughs> doing everything by hand, we can barely lift one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we just don't, that's, that is a hide that requires machinery. The art of tanning a hide, as told by Danielle Dockery of Driftless Tannery in Argyle, Wisconsin. Again, tanning hides by hand, primarily for sheep farmers. They also do goats and deer. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.